Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your girl, Nee Baby, and you're now tuned in to Yo Podcast. Thank you to everybody that's streaming on my live stream on TikTok. Please make sure y'all hit that arrow button in the corner and share me to your Snapchats, your Facebooks, your Instagram, your text messages, and your TikTok. Don't forget to double tap that screen. And if you have $6, don't ever forget to subscribe and get your subscription and join my gold badges. And shout out to all my listeners. We are back okay for another episode, but I told you guys that I was going to be taking y'all down the rabbit hole. So we're going to start off today's episode with a little rabbit hole event, but definitely shout out to DJ Lil Walt for that Beyonce Cuff It slash Twister Weather mash up. Um, that is a hot one trending on TikTok right now. And everybody was asking, like, TikTok has a better radio station than the radio stations and what we got on our Apple Musics and SoundClouds and, and Spotify's and things. But they said that uh, you can pull up on Sirius XM, a TikTok station. So if you have Sirius XM radio station in your vehicles and your up-to-date vehicles and stuff like that, so make sure y'all go look up Sirius uh, radio station and look up for the TikTok smash-ups, okay? Look up for the TikTok DJs. DJ Sage is another one. I love her. She is originally from um, New York, and uh, she has put out that one with Corley Ray and Rihanna, um, that we love so much. So definitely, um, oh, they said it's channel 40, 49. To all my listeners, it is channel 49 on Series XM Radio. So if you ever wanted to listen to any of the TikTok DJs and TikTok smashups, make sure you go to Series XM and go to channel 49. If you are not following me, make sure you hit that plus button on me. And to all 16 of y'all, make sure y'all share this live. Thank you. Yes, today we're going down the rabbit hole, you guys, because I promised my TikTok sisters and my TikTok subscribers, and I pray that they join us this morning, but if not, they can always go back and stream the podcast. But um, today we're going to be talking about the Anunnaki of Nibiru, the Anunnaki of Nibiru. Um, when we talk about Christians and we talk about religion and we go down the series of events of how we were raised, whether it's Catholic, Baptist, Pentecostal, wherever you come from or whatever it stemmed from in the church, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us in our generation, we have stemmed off to believe that a lot of those facts was fiction um and a lot of shit wasn't real and so you know a lot of things that we were taught in the bible and the things of that nature you know what i'm saying it's just like rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and when we know that you know the bible is rewritten why do we still pray to this jesus and this god that they they have asphyxiated us on on being evil you know they like like they they instilled fear in us through the bible which i felt like was crazy and it started from slavery days you know what i'm saying when the slavery when the slave owners originally had 
had, you know, churches and stuff and they were preaching to their to their slaves. You know what I'm saying? They were they were pulling out scriptures out their ass and, 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 and re-saying them because they knew that we couldn't read. They didn't want us to read. They didn't want us to speak in our native language. So a lot of things was, you know, mixed up. You know what I'm saying? So they, they used to keep it from us. So the part that I'm going to take you down, the rabbit hole is Utnafishtum. I don't know if I'm saying it right but or correctly, but I know it's Utnafishtum as we know him to be as Noah. And um, I'm reading from the Anunnaki of Nibiru, mankind's creators, enslavers, destroyers, saviors, and hidden architects of the new world order by Gerald Clark Messiah. PCI. So uh, I love Maximilian de Lafayette. I love all these different authors, you know, that talk about the Anunnaki of Nibiru. And and I also love to remind people of when Erica Badu is a very uh, open star seed, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of us have to pay attention to Erica Badu and her sayings, her Instagram, what she writes, what she tweets. Um, and the things that she goes off of because she she's definitely connected and when she said long time ago in her song she said if the mothership can't save you then your ass is gonna get left and when we go down this rabbit hole i'm gonna break down what she meant by if the mothership can't save you then your ass is gonna get left because we all know the mothership to be the ship of nibiru which is planet x okay which that is something that we're going to also talk about later on in this rabbit hole so from this book the anunnaki of nibiru it said would it surprise the reader to know that the flood hero noah was actually a sumerian king in the city of sharupak he was a quite well educated and wrote an account of his own regarding the times in which he lived in the epic of gilgamesh so 11 11 y'all let you know i'm in alignment right now so all y'all please double tap the screenshot alive because this is letting us know we are right we are on one accord uh shay i'm going to screenshot that the best way i can boom so that way we know that we have that in order so it tells you in the epic of gilgamesh you know noah wrote on his own account regarding the times of the flood which this is the epic of gilgamesh these are people we're going to go down this rabbit hole about that we do not talk about different Sumerian gods and kings and people who were well known in this time. So this said that he was quite well educated and wrote an account of his own regarding in the times in which he lived in the Epic of Gilgamesh, one of the longest known stories involving the king of the Sumerian city, Uruk, and the king visits Noah and has a long conversation with him about some issues common to them both. So gilgamesh is a sumerian god a sumerian king who wanted to seek everlasting life and what we did not know of with noah is noah has everlasting life and if you break down and read the book epic of gilgamesh it would tell you about those things and it says the king visited noah has a long conversation about some issues the common of the both also from sumer which is where noah is from is also the same place where gilgamesh was a king at um that is the southern extreme mesopotamia mesopotamia and the land between the two rivers the tigris and the euphrates so we all heard about the tigris and we all heard about the euphrates plenty of times before where abraham or abram once with the covenant was made between him and god so this is where it actually starts i can show you all it actually starts breaking down different timelines in the bible and it compares and contrasts the different timelines in the bible i know we lose some people because some people are like oh no nah, i'm christian i'm gonna go with jesus i'm gonna get off here she's speaking some some shit i ain't never heard about so prior to to that he was called abram 
So we know Abraham was Abraham after he reached the covenant of God, right? That's what we're going to see. He reached the covenant of God after, you know what I'm saying? So if we recall in Genesis 12, 1 through 4, where the Lord said to Abraham, he said, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Okay, so Abraham was a Sumerian city of Haran when he received the call of the Lord to go to the land of Canaan. And if you note that Abram was born in Sumerian city in approximately 1433 BCE. His father was Terah which was an artist and he was an artist and a priest in a local temple and his brother Nahar or Haran resided in the uh, city of Ur as well. And if you find Abraham in the city of Haran when he was preparing to leave for Canaan in the state of Genesis in 15.5. In Genesis 15.7 it says, I'm the Lord who brought you out of your Chaldeans to give you this land and to possess of it. So if you are biblical speaking, you talk about when they showed you that Abraham went to go visit, you know, he visited his father and his father didn't believe in him. His father had all these different artifacts and, and different things that he prayed to and different gods that he prayed to. And he had his axe and all this shit like that. And then Haran was one of the one of the uh, one of brother, one of the brothers of uh, Abraham. Um, and he was trying to convince him to go whatever his father said and i don't know if a lot of y'all know the story about the fire when they walked into the fire and then the brother burnt up but abraham didn't burnt up in which people and people was able to see the blessing of god that was bestilled and distilled into abraham but what we don't understand is and what we don't talk about is why do we have to see it to believe it a lot of us are confused on why god or the creator the most high don't show us blessings don't show us signs don't physically give us what we need because we are so blinded and we are so di di distracted we don't pay attention to the signs given if you seriously and you just say to yourself you know what spirit guys show yourself to me and then something happens and then you see something that you ain't never saw before or, or a ladybug passes you or two butterflies passes you you guys don't see that to be a sign from god you guys just see that as nature just doing its job but you don't pay attention to it's too cold as fuck outside to have bees out here it's snowing outside i don't never see butterflies when it's snow outside i don't never see bubble bees and wasps when it's snow outside i don't never see certain things like this in nature when it's this cold but y'all see that as if oh it's something other than what it is because you feel like you have to see things to believe things but if you believe in things you start seeing things for what they is that is a word that is a whole word and i wasn't even trying to make that a word if you believe in things you will start seeing things that you believe in so if you start believing in yourself you will start seeing yourself for what you are if you start having faith in what you're doing, you will start seeing the outcome. If you start paying attention to everything and knowing that everything is not just a coincidence, this is a sign from your ancestors. This is a sign from God. This is a sign from your, your spirit guides. These are a sign from your guardian angels to whomever it may concern. This is a sign for you. So when we're going down the rabbit hole of events, it's telling you to believe in the unknown because they're giving you so much false truth. They're giving you so much false hope. They're giving 
you so much lies. They give you so much demonic error. So when people speak of spirituality and people being a, a free spiritual person and people saying the creator the most high and people believing in the ancestors and people having altars and tarot readers, they look at them as being demonic and satanic because they are going off what they believe to be the truth, which is not because the truth is our God is a loving and awesome God and is always there and right on time is what we know it. But then they tell us that, you know, our God will do this and do that to you. Yeah. If you're not God's people, if you're not a part of the people, if you're not part of the melanin descent of the people, if you're not part of the righteous, if you're not part of the humble, the humanity of people that's out here being forgiven, that's out here showing love, that is out here being humble and doing acts of kindness. If you're not those people, then you are built up of people who are not going to be blessed. You are built up of people who's going to always have negative energy upon you. You're going to be built up of people who's always disagreeing. Killers, robbers, destroyers, judges and lawyers, KKKs, racists. Anybody that you are, if you discriminate towards anybody in their sexuality, if you don't like the person of the color of their skin, if you don't like the way somebody raising their children, if you have anything envious, jealous, or hateful or mean going on about you, you will never be blessed because you are not of God. You are not of God's people. You are not doing what God would want you to do, even if you're not of God's people. So if you see me on the street and I'm down and I'm homeless, would you help me? No, you will ride by and you will, you will take a video of it and then you'll go by and get a sub sandwich or something for me and you will bring back and you will record and you will put on social media that is not acts of god we cannot continue to bless people if all we want to do is put their trauma on social media and it says wasn't the god of abraham isaac and jacob the god of the israelites and the god of the old testament thus in the addition of the names of the jehovah yahweh and el shaddai and abraham's god and other names of sumer one which he is called and one which is the temple of the city of ur and on something that I was just reading on Maximilian D. Lafayette, I don't know where my book is, it's, it simply states, why do we refer to the creator of the most high as he, him, father? Why do we refer to someone, to a being, a deity, I'm going to say this again, a being, a deity, the creator, the most high, the creator of all creations, as he, father, him, knowing the simple fact that we are created equally of masculine energy and feminine energy and knowing that the creator, the most high in itself, the orb, the atom in itself is creation of feminine and masculine, all energy. Oh, we're losing some people. Y'all don't want to talk about the truth. Why don't we ever say she when we're speaking in any feminine term energy, why do we only point out the masculine energy of the creator, the most high? We shall speak on what's real and we shall uncover what was real. And this is something that we don't talk about today. And preachers and bishops and ministers and, and people in the Catholic and even ministers who are women who still refer to Father God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob or the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When you don't say the creator, the most high and refer to that as just it being the creator, the most high of both energies, masculine and feminine. When we break down the masculine energy and the feminine energy and where it stems from and where the truth comes from it comes from that and what I would like to say is the book of Enoch the book of Enoch 
it speaks on a man who is above all prophets, above all men in that time. He is loving. He is kind. Enoch is forgiving. Enoch is understanding. Enoch helps. Enoch doesn't turn away help. Enoch is Enoch. And with his name broken down in the, in the meaning of his name within itself, he was the only prophet who was able to ascend to earth, to heaven, to Nibiru, to the ship, to the mothership, to see the mountains, to see the cherubims, the angels, to see the chariots, the endless amount, the numerous numbers of angels, the numerous numbers of, of things. And what the book of Enoch did was the book of Enoch literally breaks down the different places you go to. The book of Enoch spoke of the spirit of Cain and Abel, which we know about the story of Cain and Abel. And it spoke about the brother whose spirit called out in anger and anguish because his brother slayed him. And his spirit was in a world of different spirits and a mountain of different spirits who had anger who had anguish who was upset who was mad who was pissed off and praying in spirit form to the creator to harm that person that is still on earth so he was actually up there praying that his brother get harmed as well that his brother end up where he at when they say the brain never dies the spirit never dies it doesn't if you are passing on and you are righteous and you are loving and, and you are judged, you're judged by a balance beam, which we, we're going to talk about the Libra scale. We're judged by the balance beam, which is the known as the Libra scale, the Libra in the Zodiac sign. You will be you will be pinpointed with either a green drop or a pink drop as known as a red drop. OK, green is for go. Red is for no. Okay, and once that feather is is placed upon your balance scale, and this is all of what I learned out of these three books, once that feather is placed on your balance scale, you are then judged for everything that you have done and went on in your life. That's why they say your life flashes before your eyes when you're passing. You know that you're finna go. You're being judged. You're going through everything you did wrong. You're going through everything you did right. You're going through relationships. You're going through your childhood. You're going through your parenthood. You're going through college. You're going through high school. You're going through all these different things. And it is weighing your good. And you are in that moment praying that your good outweigh your bad. And when we're thinking that we're all waiting to the last days and so we're all going to be judged at the same time, we're being judged as we go, as we proceed on. And when they say you've been here before and your spirit comes back is because you have not fulfilled what you need to fulfill in this life. And then you come back so you can fulfill it. If you look at your, your north node, which y'all can see on my back thing, I have been breaking down my, my zodiac uh, birth chart. And I've been broken, breaking down my degrees in which my um my signs are aligned with what planets and what they do and what the, uh, you know, the, the pros and cons of myself are. And to know these things is to know your north node and your lilith and your south node is what you did in your past life. And if you believe it or not, in my past life, I was a humanitarian. 
I was a comedian. I was famous. And what am I eager to do now to be a humanitarian, to be a minister? I am a comedian. I am aiming to be famous. I am aiming to be well-known. I am going to be well-known by billions of people. Millions of people are going to know who I am. Millions of people are going to support me. Millions of people are going to come to my shows. Millions of people are going to come to my speakings. Millions of people are going to come hear me and see me and take pictures with me and, and be involved in, in, in my good energy. Ashe. And as we continue to understand that we can continue to break down the likeness of God. And this is, a, this is what I want y'all to go to. Look up Genesis 126. And this is why I say we need to definitely learn how to dissect the creator, the most high God, the Lord. We should learn how to dissect the real way of praying. We should learn how to dissect the real way of knowing, the real way of feeling that. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. When God said he was speaking to his cherubims, he was speaking to his different gods and his different angels to tell them because it's a certain angel and certain God and goddess that created mankind. Okay, that created uh, as what we know to be uh, homo sapiens sapiens, homo sapiens and sapiens. Okay, and that's a plural statement as us and our, meaning the creation was not just created by one person. God appointed the angels, the cherubims, and the gods to create man in our image and in our likeness. That is a plural statement, to let us make man in our image. It's not just it's not just the creator. It is our. So who is our? Yahweh, Enlil, Enki, Andoni, us, his sister, Ninmai. Ninmai, Ninmai. Ninmai, Yahweh, and Enki. Ninmai, the Ninmai is the goddess. Is the goddess who created the Homo sapiens. The perimitive worker. The, the, the Homo sapiens was on earth as we know today, to dissect uh, different things out of the mountains. That's how they end up carving, you know, a lot of these riverways, and that's how a lot of things end up happening um, and things of that nature. And um, what we're going to continue to do is dissect and break down and go down the rabbit hole. But that's what I wanted to share with y'all um, today so far. So I hope y'all got a good... Uh, a good feel on what we're going to be going over and what we're going to be breaking down in these times. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Anunnaki of Nibiru, if you wanted to go get that book, make sure you go check it out on Amazon. The Anunnaki of Nibiru. That is what we're going to be reading from in our first half of our rabbit hole. I'm your girl, Nee Baby, and thank y'all for joining me. We is AO. I feel like falling in love. I'm gonna want to fuck something up.